This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello. Happy day. Whenever you're listening to this, we'll get to the juicy part three Salt Lake reunion. Let's start out with the women of Potomac. First, we have Kyle Richards getting a tattoo, and now we have the Grand Dame. You know, I'm surprised by that. No, I'm like, I. I would have been if it wasn't in the, like for the last couple of weeks, I actually attended for um, a friend of mine. Her 40th birthday was an ink and drink party at a tattoo parlor. Oh my God. And there were like moms fun. getting their first tattoos. There were moms getting like their third, fourth, fifth tattoos. Um, yeah. I was like, pr- I was one of the few that didn't get one and that doesn't have one. So I um, would have, would have not been surprised had you said, yeah, I got a tattoo the other day. Oh, like, at this no, party. I, like I would have not, that would, that would be very you. To just I be like, yeah, no struggle. Big deal. I like, there is a part of me that wouldn't mind one. I just struggle with what I would get. And a couple of people there got stuff for parents who have passed away. But like my dad who passed away almost six years ago, um, hated tattoos. Like when my sister got one, he was like so mad so I feel like it would be like a weird, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's a weird way to honor him by getting something he like strongly hated. Um, okay, fair but enough. But I love, I love that. Tattoos, though. I think it's cool. I would, I would maybe do something for my kids. I like a lot of people did like their kids initials and stuff um, like a dainty. I, I thought the G was very dainty and small. An I, I mean, it's like, yeah, I don't know if it was my thing. ankle only because that would like really hurt. So the areas with like less like fat hurt more so like because like your ankles like really like on bone and like your wrist can hurt you know so I have there was a moment in time and I think they have this because I've been targeted this on Instagram and watch me get the ad now but I would so do it to get it that would fade like that lasts longer like you know how they have almost like now. henna but like not yeah you- yes so I would totally do something like that where would you do it I haven't thought about that I haven't got that far probably my wrist I don't know I also think it's kind of cool, like um, the back of your neck. Yeah. I think like the kind of like on your hairline. I think that's kind of cool. I don't know. That's just me. Um, we'll see. Maybe, you know, you never you know. know what? You Maybe know, we'll turn into tats. Kyle and Morgan and we'll be inking each other. Oh. Would you put my initial on your body? No. 
<laughs> and I know you would not do mine. No. But let's talk you, about but... their girls' lunch. So Karen and Giselle, I loved that they went to lunch with their daughters, talking about getting ready for college and um, Karen's daughter's experiences with that. And I absolutely love that they brought up a cookie competition from like several years ago. It's like season one or two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, wow. We're going in the vault. Yes. Going into the vault. But this is why Jizzy and Karen continue to be the best frenemies because they're giving us this type of content and petty drama over cookies from a long time ago. I, they get it. They just know how to work the dynamic of the friendship. Gibson and I were chatting about how with a lot of housewives, like what we love and like, whether you like feel strongly about them one way or another, like when you see them with their kids, it's hard to have anything like negative to say about them. And I think Giselle and Karen also are, I'm not saying they like use their kids, but I think they're aware of like part of like, you want a little bit of relatability with the audience. Right. And their kids, your kids are just a great way to have that. Even if you are not a parent, you might be an aunt, uncle, you've probably helped to take care of a child at some point. So there's a relatability there. Uh, and I love that, that, that this is what they did. I thought it was really sweet to, you know, Raven was, you know, kind of giving, you know, Grace some advice. It was, it was sweet to see this, like this moment. It was very, very sweet. And I was not expecting this Mother's Day brunch. So then we go into the Mother's Day brunch. It was gorgeous. I, I mean, Probably the, one of the prettiest Mother's Day brunches we've seen on Housewives, if I'm being honest. I, I mean, Candace knows how to throw an event. I mean, her mom raised her right. I, they like, I forgot how beautiful her wedding was just because it was so many seasons ago. And when they showed that, I was like, I for, that probably was one of the most stunning housewife weddings that wasn't so over the top that it was like, go. Like it was, yeah, it was like just so elegant and like, it's beautiful. what Teresa could have had. <laughs> Yeah, it's worth it's it, she fell a little short on that. But um yeah, it was a beautiful event. I what do you think about Robin not going? I mean, I don't know. I guess if you have beef, I guess I'll put it this way. If you and I had some beef and we I don't feel like we're in like good, we're good terms, spot. yeah. I guess I wouldn't go. I mean, that that makes sense in everyday life terms. However, this being like a Mother's Day thing, it would feel like a good way to come together. But I don't know. And then Wendy, I'm with Ashley. I think she didn't go because she knew her mom would like go off on NECA and like would pop off. But what's your take? I feel like if Ashley can go and like Ashley's not even ex-husband is like in a lawsuit with Candace, then... Robin could have gone. I think the whole point of it wasn't necessarily about the women and their friendships. It was about honoring their mothers and honoring the women that are mothers. And so I think it was a really, I thought it was a really nice thing, honestly, of Candace to do. Um, and she did say, and she's, and she is consistent with this. And she says this a lot. She doesn't always have positive things to say about Ashley, but she thinks Ashley is a really good mother. And I think that's a really nice thing. And I think that's something about Potomac that we all love is that like, we've seen other franchises question how good of a mother women are. And it seems like with Potomac, it's a little bit more of like a, you're a mom. I think you do a good job. I don't know. I like that. There's that, like just the foundation of respect. Absolutely. So the meat and the crux of this episode is Robin and Candace get coffee and they kind of very much, honestly, this coffee 
I know a lot of y'all are hating this season of Potomac, and I understand why. I'm about to get on my soapbox for a second before I make this other point. But let us not forget the 2020 season, year 2020 of OC, and how horrible that was. So bad. I, I mean, Beverly like Hills, OC, too. It wasn't yes, that. I feel like let's, you know, let's give the women some. They've, they've had a lot of on their back. All right, season seven tired. is tough. I think when you look back at like season seven through nine and a lot of these franchises, it's like, how do you stay fresh and new without it feeling like over the yes, top? Yes. Yeah. I think they understand what they got to do, but I digress. Going back to Robin and Candace's coffee. So what I loved about this conversation is that they're talking about things outside of the show. So, you know, Candace's tweets come up of how she's like, these are, our, this is our lives. We're on a reality TV show. You chose to talk about this behind a paywall. And Robin, I do feel like she did make a good point. She essentially is like, why would I throw my husband under the bus? We've already worked through all of our issues. Why would I go out of my way to bring this up? But on the same token, it's like you have no problem meddling in other people's relationships. I don't know. I... I think Candace is more upset with, the, like, I think I get the not bringing it up. Like, I mean, if no one's bringing it up and talking about it, I'm not going to be like, hey, I want to put this out there. Like, I mean, we've seen how Juan's reacted. I think where Candace is most upset, and I think there's some truth to this, is the fact that she feels as if there was a plan going in between Giselle, Ashley, and Robin of let's focus this on Chris and Candace and keep that you know, focus there and keep the attention away from Robin and Juan. Because really all they asked about Robin and Juan, when are you guys getting married? When are you guys getting, that was the only thing we heard about Robin and Juan. And Robin coming over to Ashley's side and kind of taking a stance, or not Ashley, sorry. You forgot the very important sketch of the woman that's Karen, that Karen has seen. I mean, (laughs) had we not, I mean, that was... That would have been. So it's come up, kind of. It's come up, but not like, I mean, and that too is like, it became so comical. I think people just brushed it off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do think there's been a lot of rumblings with Juan, almost to the point, it's kind of like Mauricio, that like after a while, we're like, it's probably some truth to this, but like, we don't want to hear about it every single season. Um, But no, I think there's some truth though to Candace's point that like, Robin knew by coming over onto Candace's side, taking a bit of a stance against her friend Giselle, and there being a little bit of like a friction there, and her, you know, saying like, no, Giselle, I don't think you did anything wrong, all this stuff, it would be a good distraction. And I, I do think Giselle helped Robin with this, like oh. concoct- concocting this plan. They are very, I good absolutely do as well. So that was an interesting conversation, either way. I hope we can kind of nip this in the bud. Like I said, I'm one poking. I was like, guys, stop hating on Potomac. But I understand. I, I would imagine we're getting close to the end and we can put this chapter away and start anew. But before we dive into Salt Lake, let's take a little quick ad break. Thrive Market is my go-to for all my grocery and household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and I can use their on-site filters to suit my lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. 
And as a Thrive Market member, I save money on each on every single grocery order. On average, I save over 30% each time. They even have a deals page that changes daily. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program you join, they give. Some of the few things that I find at Thrive Market that I can't find anywhere else, if you're doing a plan like a Whole30, my husband's currently doing that. There's so many different items that are tailored to that. I'm always, we're always trying to eat meat that are grass-fed, um, organic. So we decided to do a meat order um, just so we have it and our got an order through our free, for our freezer. And then during the week, we can grab it, pop some chicken breast and make, <laughs> make it with vegetables. So it's super, super easy. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash real moms for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That is T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash real moms. Thrivemarket.com slash real moms. Salt Lake City. Well, we finally got some answers-ish. I don't know. I still feel like more explanation is needed. There's a lot to unpack here. I will say this, and I think because of all the hype, and this always happens to things that get so hyped, part three gave me a lot, but also didn't at the same time. Like, I I, I don't know. It kind of, I don't want to say it flopped because it's not a flop. But I, again, when that's something so hyped up. Didn't live up to expectations. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I feel, I feel the same way. Um, okay. The burn book. I agree with Meredith. Are we too? I don't know. I just like, I think we've got to put an end to this. Like that was so, like, also like this wasn't done. This wasn't done early. And she's like, this is how we like came up with reality of aunties. She did this in response to being caught. And cause mean girls is like having, you know. It's coming back out. Like, I don't know. I just was like the whole fugly slut, like the whole thing. I was like, this is stupid. Like, I I agreed with Meredith. It did not land at all. And I love that Andy was like, okay. And and then she's like, okay. And then after you got through that, she's like, this is a point. When you have to explain your shade that much, that means you failed miserably at it. You you flopped essentially. But then when she's like, okay, and here's everything that we posted – and he's like, okay, so what's the point? Like, what what are you trying to prove here? You're basically not selling your argument quite through. I also and want to give a shout out to John Hill because I listen to Radio Andy, frequent listener. Shout out to Radio Andy listeners. But he felt like with Monica, I don't get why she doesn't apologize. She Everything that they called out for her, instead of talking um, and saying sorry, her method of fighting is just yelling louder and repeating things. Like there's not. Well, all she says know. is like, you're ugly. You're a bitch. You're ugly. You're old. It's like, I agreed with, I 100% agreed with Lisa Barlow. Like you need to find another comeback. You're bad at arguing. It's like arguing with a toddler. It's like, but you're a butthead. Like, it's just like, okay. Like, this and then like it. mocking the voice. You're a butthead. Yeah. I, I love that. Be you. Oh my God. Like, like that. I also felt like when she was like, so you guys are saying I don't deserve to be here. I mean, honestly, Monica, you don't. Like, you were an assistant. You weaseled your way in. You created this, like, fake, you know, this account that you were like, I don't say fake account because it was real, but like this burner account that you were hiding behind. You kept it up as a, like, a lie. Like, you you don't deserve to be sitting on that couch. I, like, really don't. And it has nothing to do with 
where she comes from, the fact that she's a single mother. I do think some of it is obviously going to have to do with the fact of her total net worth, because let's be honest, like they're not saying calling all lower middle class people to come be on this like reality TV show. There is a piece of it that's supposed to be aspirational. Um, I do think like I think about like a Gina who was like wealthy in the divorce, lost half, has to rebuild. And I, I we talked I talked about this with uh, Gibson too. Like it kind of sucks that this is what how her story ends and this is what it ended up being because I do think we would have loved to have seen a Monica comeback where somehow had she not done all these things like reality Vontees never happened she never created this account and she creates her own company or brand and ends up building something and is able to be successful. That's a powerful story. And a I lot love of us, Bethany in a yes, way. We all would it. have been cheering for her. And like, we love a comeback. And so it's like, I don't know. Um, I struggled with, it. I also, I really was shocked that she was like, no, I, I was exposing Jen. How are you guys like not like, she was like, why are you guys defending a criminal? I'm like, they're not defending. She Jen. was not getting it. And Andy no. kept trying to like say, listen, you ran a fan page, regardless if you posting or not, you're still tied to it. And during this page, you were purposely, yes, your mission is Jen, but I mean, calling somebody truck and like all these, like the, I don't even want to say the things that she was saying about like the transgender insults. It's just, you you can't post that over and over and be like, those were someone else's words. I mean, we have a page, like we can tell you guys, like it's, we don't do don't do that. Um, also you would think by someone, as you guys know, the news broke this week. She's not coming back. But you would think someone who knew how to get on the show would know how to stay on the show. Um, I feel like very much a few times uh, during the reunion, Andy was trying to get her to apologize, apologize, apologize. Well, he and, he's surprised she's not apologizing. Yeah. And I, I'm i like, girl, like if you think you can even come back, even as like a friend of, you got to have some accountability for the shit that you did. I don't. Yes, Jen is paying for her shit. and all of that. But right now you you have people looking at you and saying how you kind of ruined their lives and said all this shit. You low brow rat. I love how she was like, I think she misunderstood and thought she called her like a low brown rat, which like Andy was real quick to say brow, brow. Like we are not having racial slurs on this reunion. Um, but she, I did see like, she was ready to like fight. And, oh my and, God. That and was- now she should be, but like, it was just like, um, also, the fact that she thinks she was doing a credit and a uh, service to humanity by stalking Jen Shaw to catch her drinking and driving. First of all, the FBI has asked TikTokers who have actually solved cases to not interfere with their investigations. The FBI was not asking Monica to try and catch things on Jen Shaw. I'm sure they were saying, if you have evidence if you have footage please send it to us not go out and capture this like no that was so weird i'm like girl you are reaching like this is comical like andy's laughing in your face because he's like no i was laughing i'm like you really believe the fbi wanted i we need the fbi to make a i mean it's like you know we've gotten what the american anesthesiologists to be making comments i need the fbi to make a statement give us the receipts proof timeline screenshots fucking everything one thing I do want to ask, do you feel like she had acts like was watching Jen, like with the cameras? Yeah. yeah. I fully believe she was like stalking her and infiltrated. I, so my take, I did have a take at the end of December during our end of year. And I was like, oh, I would want Malnica back. Like there was lots of conversation yeah. about it. 
this was, I will say, I I've, clearly I've changed my mind. She's not coming back. But I think for me, what really broke the camel's back, is that right? Yeah, I mean, that was, Thank that you. was the straw that broke the camel's Thank back. Thank you, yeah. Abby, because I knew that was wrong. Uh, was all the leaked clips, like her voice messages, the videos of her stalking Jen Shaw, the, the fight with her mom. Like this was a girl that was clearly deranged. And I get what Lisa was saying when she kept bringing up her kids. Like she's not saying, it's like, how are you doing this when you've got four children? Like you're a single I'm mom. I'm not trying to mom shame, kids. but right. like, but like, I don't have time to stalk myself. Like I need a stalker to remind me to do things. Like I need an assistant just to like every, I think every mom, uh, even if you're not a mom, we're all busy, right? Yeah. I, I don't have time to stalk somebody day in and day out. Um, that was wild. And I, I just, I just like, that was really, really funny. Do you feel, so she was adamant. She told Andy that she told casting that she was reality Bontese. What do you think about that? I think she did. Um, only because it would be very easy to say, like, they don't they have like, don't they record these interviews? Like, why don't you just like release her interview that like, if it didn't happen, like, well, here's our interview with her not saying it. Release the tapes. I mean, I, they record. I mean, we have they've like, remember when Vicky said she never auditioned, and then they released her audition tape, like they have this stuff. Now, maybe she's going to say she didn't say it and that. Uh, but I think if they could release that and be like, here, look, here's her audition tape. We we don't have it. I'd be like, all right, maybe you don't. Also, I did see some things like on Reddit um, that casting and production are two different companies. So I could see that like that maybe casting was like, this will be really good. I think they would have told production. Um, but maybe or not. Or like, forgot. Like, yeah, like, Luke's hey, we picked thing. her. She's going to be great. And they just like, let's watch this like unfold. I don't they know. They probably leaned more into the John Shaw of it all. Because yeah. that's what she led in with. Yeah. Um, versus everything else. So I don't know. I just found that interesting. Wait, so then we talk about the black eye. Too? Yes. I was going to say. Then yeah. we finally get to the black eye. But there was no answers. I mean, just basically Jen did it. Jen wasn't denying it necessarily with that like weird footage of them talking that was like inaudible um but she still doesn't know how she got it it's it's weird okay it's really fucking weird i listen i want i know a lot of y'all are huge heather gay stands we loved her season one i she really lost me with the black eye and she kind of continues to do so i don't get the whole i'm scared of like that like she it's one thing to lie one time right but she legit yeah. went a book tour on watch what happens live live to production lie to bravo lied to andy through other people's jobs like in a way like she she i would imagine her job was kind of on the line well, there I'm, I'm her producer or i'm one of the people that she kind of insinuated like gave it to her or knew about i, I just think that because there were so many iterations of the story it's like well why are we supposed to believe this one Yes. And I'm like, honey, what are you so scared of? Like, to me, the only thing you're scared of, what does Jen have on you that you're worried she's going to blackmail right. you with? Like, that's the only, that's where my brain goes. Because right. well, what more can she do to you? She didn't, exactly. did, she didn't physically punch you. It doesn't seem like anyone believed that Jen, like, decked her necessarily. But I feel like there was like a shove, maybe. Um, and that, like, and then hit the table or something like that. Yeah, something oh. like that. But, um, I guess because there's no memory of it. I don't know. Like, were you afraid she was going to give you another black eye? Like, I don't, and then all of them were saying, like, I get it because I could see why you'd want to lie for Jen. It's like, maybe this is how con artists work. She just has such 
a hold on all of them. I just couldn't imagine one person and felt like, I don't say infiltrating, but being part of a group and like taking control over them so quickly. Cause none of them really were friends before this filming started in season one. It's weird. It's really, yeah. really, she seemed like very, and I'm not trying to diminish her trauma, but I just don't get like why she didn't say that to begin with either. Like said, yeah, you know, I'm I know I said it, happened. I yeah. said it, but even on ultimate girls trip, they were like grilling her. I'm like, girl, that could have been a yeah. nice place for you to come clean and been like, Jen did it and like, whatever. But she had already been in jail and she was going to be arrested. Like, I'm like, what? She's, I don't get it. Well, it's yeah, very... well, I agree. I feel like we still didn't get like a full story either. I didn't realize too, she went on a book tour and said, maybe somebody broke in. I, that didn't like, I, that didn't go viral. Um, she but, just, like, I mean, in a way, Monica and her, I mean, are they one of the same? Is Heather? I mean, you know, the, the conspiracy is that they said there were six people in reality Von Tees and only five have been named and that Heather is the other one. I don't believe that. Should we but, ask Craig that on Friday? Yeah. Craig, what do you think? He loves a good conspiracy theory. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I just felt like I do feel like this like reunion kind of fell flat. I don't. I don't know work that they're going to do for this, the upcoming season. Like Monica's out. I don't yeah. think. I don't think the comedic relief of Mary Cosby for two to three episodes is going to be enough for people to tune in. I don't know if the four of them really are strong enough to carry it on their own. They did a great job with that panel at BravoCon, but we can't have every season. Like we, something new needs to happen. Um, I'm with, I like Angie. Angie really won me over this reunion. Yeah. I mean, trampoline with eyes and low brow rat. She can stay. She can stay, but you're right. Like we need, something else and for all of i mean it's very monica's got some stands and you monica if you're listening you're like "Ah, bravo's making a big mistake and we're going to be talking i'm like she her crazy is going to be found somewhere else whether she's going to go she'll i mean we are this is not the last we're seeing of monica delgado garcia whatever she's going by fowler like i i do think that mj so on watch what happens live mj did say like she feels like she'll get fired and then they'll bring her back and i kind of feel like that could happen mary yeah yeah um yeah maybe i don't i mean i don't think this is the last of her on reality tv she was good tv i'm not gonna say that i just think and heather said it on the reunion Every housewife says the hardest part is like the online component and letting someone who had an account that, again, she didn't say, but she just reposted horrible things that other people were saying about these women over and over and over and over and over again. Like it doesn't absolve you from it because you didn't say it. Andy kind of made that, drill that point home to her. Um, I mean, if you let her back on, it's basically just saying that like you almost support these troll accounts out there and that's you just like. I agree with Heather. Like you're gonna, you would get a higher caliber of women probably if you took a stronger stance on the online bullying. Yeah, and I will also want to say I feel like ninety percent of the Bravo accounts out there are. I mean, I know I guess there's people who think we're mean um, that are like us, where I think like if something is like glaringly, universally bad, like we're gonna have a strong stance on it. And there are things where like there's people we don't care for, don't necessarily like, um, that we'll make a point out, but like, we're not like people that we don't like, we're not out there like dragging Lisa and Rinna. We're not out there like dragging Melissa Gorga. Cause she's boring. Like, we're just, you know, like, I think she's boring. I'm allowed to have that opinion. Um, 
it doesn't mean she's a bad person. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person because I feel that way. So I think like, I think most of the accounts are like that. I just, unfontunately, there's a some bad Vontees is out there that can ruin it. No, absolutely. I did the same thing. It's funny that you said that because I went through our account and as she was talking about the advice Andy gave and I was like, wait a second, this feels very like meta to me. All of a sudden I'm like, yeah. I'm like, wait, are we like super mean? And I, I never thought you and I've been mean. And we, like Abby said, hundred percent agree with everything that she said. Um, we tend to, I like to think, keep it pretty nice and, you know, lights, shade and snark, but uh, it's just all very fascinating. Fascinating. So we will see what happens with Salt Lake City. But let's do our shout outs for the week. Who is your shout out? Mine is going to, I would say, an understated queen. I want to give my shout out to Kylie Kelsey. Everybody was talking about Jason Taylor, you know, all in the suite together and the Jason ripping his shirt off, which was really hilarious and like very much like a guy just enjoying being a fan of his brother. Um, but Kylie, like, first of all, the face, like we, you and I both picked up on it. This is a woman who's like, Oh, he's starting. That's what she's thinking. Uh, the fact that she knew she was meeting, meeting Taylor Swift and she could have gotten glam. I mean, her husband's very successful. She could have had a stylist, like, you know, having her like decked out she went leggings, t-shirt, comfortable shoes, her hair, beautiful. I mean, she's beautiful. She doesn't need any makeup. Um, she looked like she probably just had on some tinted moisturizer and mascara. And she was just having a fun time out supporting her brother-in-law. I also love that because she grew up in Philly. She's a diehard Eagles fan that she wore a yellow and red shirt that said 92 percenters, which is their podcast. Uh, that's what they call their listeners, not a chief shirt. Cause it's like, she couldn't bring herself to like wear another team, but she wore their colors. I don't know. I just, I, so I want to give my shout out to Kylie. I think that she is just like, I feel like she's the type of person that like, if you were to meet and get a drink with, you could just shoot the shit and have a great time with. Absolutely. I'm going to give mine. It's like football talk here. I was going to give mine to the chiefs. It was a tough win. Sorry, Buffalo fans. Sorry for your loss. Wasn't, I mean, to me, I finally saw the chiefs that we've all known and loved here. Took a while to see it, but finally they it clicked. So we are excited. On Friday and Saturday, we're seeing Craig, and he is a Ravens fan. So I'm excited. And there's nothing more than I love talking shit just because it's <laughs> kind of fun. So I look forward to doing that. So that should be a really fun game. And let's go, Chiefs. And let's go us. So please leave us a five-star rating or written review. We really, really appreciate it. Like I said, I have a lot of, we have a lot of goals this year. When we make it to 2000, we want to make it in the top 10 of the charts. So by doing, leaving a rating or review, you're helping do your part. And with that, make it a great day or don't. The choice is yours.